Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. So grateful that you tune in. Hey, today's Friday. Friday Friday is my favorite day of the week. I have, I mean, I love every day because every day is a gift from God. But Friday night at 1301 Brandon Road is an encounter service, not just an encounter radio program. And if you're if you if you just jumped in your car or wherever you're at and you tuned in to 99.1 FM and you you're hearing my voice, I want to invite you to the encounter service tonight with a free dinner at 5:30. Service at 6:30 is a great time of worship teaching, and we give everyone an opportunity to have an encounter with God at the end of every service. You won't regret it if you show up. For more information, uh. Email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. Well, listen, this is Friday, and I'm so grateful that all week on the Encounter Radio Show, I've had my friend Gene Walter on the show, a a former professional baseball player, but more important than that, uh, just a man of God, uh, just a a man who gives back, a man who who loves the Word, a man who loves his family, a man who loves Jesus, a man who loves the youth, speaks for the FCA, and I'm so grateful to call him my friend. Gene, welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show. Oh, great to be here again, Bill. Great to visit with you, and um, yeah, just enjoy the time together and, and sharing the Word. It's, you know, speaking of sharing the Word, what's been God, what's, what's God been showing you lately in God's Word? Well, you know, it's just such a different time in our country and uh, really around the world, and, you know, I go back to... Um, Second Timothy, and for the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and will turn aside to myths. And I think, you know, we've, we've just come to a place where, you know, there's not male and female. There's a hundred different genders. Um, the things that were reaching down to destroy kids' lives earlier and earlier, the things they want to teach them in kindergarten. And, you know, you're thinking the innocence that they're stealing from, from the youth that, you know, they shouldn't be bombarded with this stuff. They should be allowed to develop in a godly environment and you know, in Second Timothy, you know, Paul talks about all Scripture is God-breathed, and it is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And, you know, we've got to use the Word of God to fight this. Um, we've got to be equipped with the Word of God, and we've got to reach out to people in the community to really get into their schools, get on the school board, see what that curriculum is, and make sure that their kids aren't being led astray at an early age and being put, you know, in the position of having all kinds of just sinful material put in front of them that they're not ready to deal with. You know, their minds aren't developed and nothing um, should be... I, I just look in, you know, this stuff where they're giving um, puberty blockers to 12-year-olds and things of that nature. You're going, how wrong can that be? And some of these kids are going to have medical issues for the rest of their lives that 
this is a it's it's evil and it's just a money-making operation where these kids are going to have to be on some kind of chemical drug the rest of their life and it's a shame well it's it's not only a shame but it's it's as evil as there is evil I, i mean i think in 2001 there was one uh sex change or transgender clinic where they would change the the sex for children. Now there are hundreds all across America and numerous ones in every state. And what they're doing is they're stealing the God-given identity of our youth. And they're taking away uh, the reality of who they are because no one is teaching them who they are in Christ, that they're beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of God. Amen. And in California, uh, and they're passing laws. They've already passed laws in, in certain states where a child does not have to get his parents' permission to have one of these operations. Of course. You, um, you have to get permission to get an aspirin at, at school. That's right. But you can change your gender exactly. and they can keep it from the parents. Exactly. So that's how that's how demonic this is. That's how horrible this is. I mean, parents in, in, in not, not just California are now waiting six years uh, before they decide what gender they're going to call their, their child. So for the first six years of their lives, they're laying a foundation that's destroying their identity instead of telling them that they're beautifully, they're wonderful. They're, I mean, they're magnificent uh, because that child is made in the image of God. But the parents don't know that. See, this is, this is the hard thing. The, the, the hard thing of, of, of the subject, and I'm so glad you brought it up, is that for someone who's not a Christ follower, I expect this. This is what evil does. This is what an evil society does. But what is amazing to me is that there are people in the church, okay, that are okay with this. And that's not good. And that's the scripture that you read. Uh, Some people are going to want to hear what their itching ears want to hear. Everyone wants a message to suit their own flavor or desire or what they're hearing in society or what their politics are. Uh, but the Word of God is, is never designed to adapt to society. The Word of God is designed to change a society. The Word of God never changes. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's Word will remain forever. And it's as relevant today as it was 2,000 years ago, and it will be relevant 2,000 years from now as it is today. But we want to discard the Word of God. But the Word of God is true. It's useful for correcting, teaching, rebuking. In other words, if I could put it in simple Bill Reeser language, the Word of God will tell you God's a plan for your life. It'll tell you when you get off that plan. It'll tell you how to get back on that plan, and it'll tell you how to stay on that plan. So we need God's Word. We need God's Word to combat what what an evil society is doing, what the enemy's doing. And listen, if God can't, if the devil can't get to us, what does he do? He goes, he goes after our kids. That's, that's, what, that's what he did with the father. He couldn't get to the father, so he went after his son. But he couldn't get to the son, and, and the son annihilated him. And, and the problem is that we have too many Christians walking around in, in defeat instead of victory, not realizing that Jesus has already won the battle for them on the cross. And so that's a great exhortation of the scripture that, that you read, and appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, but we've got to do, we've got to do something. We've got to remind teens of who they are, 
that their identity is in Christ, that how great is the love the Father has lavished on us that our, our children should be called children of God, not just children, but children of God. And, and when someone... And when, they, when someone questions their identity, they have an opportunity to realize that God made them unique. And God can, use, God can use that identity for his glory. And I've seen so many kids realize that. And the shame is so many kids are being robbed of that identity. Yes. And what does it say in the Bible, Bill? What does Jesus say about people who would abuse children? Oh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, uh, woe. Uh, to those uh, to that would would harm them, and you know this is a big deal. But and not to even uh, when you, when you look at from it from the Old Testament to child sacrifices, to which is no different today with all the abortions taking place. Uh, uh, you, you know that it's abhorrent to God uh, because He's the Creator of life. And he determines, he's the only one who's, who should determine uh, when a child is, is brought into this world because he forms that child in their mother's womb. And he has a plan for that child while he's forming that child. And that child is beautifully and wonderfully made. It's not a, it's, it's not a person's right, okay, when you steal a person's right to live. And so, uh, and, and, that, and that's the problem in the church at, at in that people want a message to suit uh, their lifestyle. They, they want an all-grace message, but no truth. That's sentimentalism. They want a truth message with no grace. That's legalism, but you need the comp- Jesus came full of grace, full of truth. And that's, yep. what, that's how he came. And that's how he wants us to live our lives, full of grace, full of truth. Jesus would heal someone, welcome someone in his presence, but then he would say, stop sinning or something worse will happen to you. People get appalled when we say repentance is the key to God's blessing or obedience. People don't want to hear the word obedience. Okay, but it's obedience out of gratitude, not obligation. That's the law, but obedience because we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. We obey God because Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. It's a whole mindset, but people need to be taught these things. You know these things. You're a student of God's word, and but the world is falling apart because they've gotten away from God's word. Well, and society pulls you in that direction. I mean, you can't hardly watch TV anymore. Um, so, I mean, there, there's things that, as I say, you know, I sin every day. My thought processes aren't as pure as they should be. But I am so thankful that I know the Lord and I can go to him and just confess and say, Lord, please forgive me for what I think or what I didn't get done that I should have gotten done. And just to, to know the pleasure and joy of having a relationship with God, being forgiven, knowing where you're going to spend eternity because this whole last three years, people were so hung up on protection and everything where they forgot about God protects us. And if we leave this world, we're going to heaven as Christians. And, you know, I'm ready for the Lord to come back. Um, If he comes back tomorrow, I'm ready. Um, and I'll be thankful for it. Um, but, you know, we have to have joy in our hearts because of our relationship with God. Even in the midst 
of this, you know, society that is just beating on us with all these things that are abhorrent to God, where you don't want to get down and beaten down with it. You know, when you walk outside and see the sun and, and, and see God's nature, um, you want to be filled with the Spirit and joyful. Um, and, and that's really what's uplifting to me, is just to know where I'm heading when I leave this world, whether it's tomorrow or whenever God's plan is. But I am thankful for my relationship with Christ. I am thankful that he paid a price on the cross that I couldn't pay. And I know where I'm going to spend eternity, and that's in heaven. And nothing on this world is going to change that. Um, I may get down about things, seeing things, but I'm going to get my spirit renewed daily by the Lord. And I'm going to get in his word and get renewed by his word. And the world needs to hear that. And the world needs that confidence. And the world needs that joy. And the world needs Jesus. And 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 they they just need they just need that hope. So if you're listening on the Encounter Radio Show, we have less than a minute. I want to give you an opportunity uh, to respond to the words that that Gene just mentioned. That you can have a hope and a confidence in a relationship with Jesus Christ. You could just simply pray this prayer right now. Say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I've sinned against you, and I turn from my sins. I repent of my sins, and I trust you and you alone for the forgiveness of my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Uh, restore in me an identity, uh, that, and help me see myself as you see me. And thank you for saving me and giving me a home in heaven. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.